thanks for tuning in to our what episode is this? No. Number nine. Number nine. This is our ninth episode. To our ninth episode. Thank you for being a part of our journey and being here with us and watching us grow and flourish and thrive. Um, let's get into <laughs> weekly. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> what was that, Toya? <laughs> so, like, how was your week, Ish? It's been a trying week. Really? And mm. it's only Monday. It's only Monday, and it's a trying week already. But on a positive note, mm -hmm. um, I've been watching Snowfall. Have you guys seen Snowfall? Yeah, I heard that was good. Probably two episodes behind, so please. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm in season three. I'm in season three, but I love it. So that's been taking. So that's that even balance. So when I feel like I'm being tried, I turn on <laughs> Snowfall, tune in, mm -hmm. and, and rock out. I need to catch up on two episodes, though. That's why I said don't don't spoil it. <laughs> no, no, what, what is what is the show about for for those who haven't watched? Well, it's taking place in California. Yeah, and what year is it in? Um, I would say it, it was like around the 60s. Hmm. What and was the year of the crack pandemic? I would want to say the 60s. But yeah, it looked like it takes, it's taking place in the 60s. Um, girl, <laughs> I didn't do my whole research on it, but all I know. You just watch. <laughs> You're like, I like it. <laughs> I like it. So I don't watch much TV. So like, yeah. it's like I was introduced yeah. to, and I, and I like it so far. That's I'm like two episodes behind, but I'm catching up. Mm -hmm. I like it a lot. Franklin, that's my homie. I feel like I've known I'm him. <laughs> and he's just a boss. I just mm. like. Mm. What about you, ladies? How was how's your week going? I'm I'm in pack mode. Y'all know I'm moving, so uh -huh. y'all know how that is. But it's it's good because it's like I'm cleansing out as I'm cleaning and packing. I'm right. getting rid of all the old stuff and seeing what it is that I really need to keep. Mm. And it's it's helping me going through that like that change and stuff. So I'm looking at you know the positives you know of it. It's gonna be hard for me to move from the area, Toya. You know how that is. Yeah. When you move just thirty minutes away, it feels like, you know, five hours away. So. Girl, I moved three hours away. It was. I know. <laughs> but so you still so so close. I could touch you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I make it. I yeah. make it a thing to like travel and come back to Jersey. Right. It's it's a little tiring sometimes you know because yeah. it's not like i could just jump on the road and i'm right at home you right know? Like I, got a, I got a three-hour ride ahead of me coming and going back so yeah i do it though it's a drive in me to like see the people i love to mm -hmm. make sure my son is like growing relationships with people down there too so it's a yeah. sacrifice mm -hmm. yeah my week my week's been been good good stuff what about yeah. you toya um well happy belated mother's day to the mothers out there even yeah. the godmothers out there the aunties out there who are playing a mother role like yeah i commend y'all so um yeah um as far as my weekly highlight i've been cleansing 
my life um mm -hmm. and just like taking things out of my life that i don't need cleaning my phone out of um, mm -hmm. contacts i don't need cleaning my social media of contacts i don't need uh and being more aware of what i am putting out on social media um Mm -hmm. And then not only that, like spending more time with my son, like, you know, Liam got to be a part of the equation because he's part of my life now. Took him to the aquarium. Shout out to the Camden Aquarium. Um, he really enjoys his time there. So um, I just, you know, want to suggest that parents, you know, take your kids out. It's still activities to do during the pandemic, you know? Yeah. Just follow the guidelines, you know, but don't keep your kids from living in this world um mm. it's, it's it's an open door uh to explore so um yeah that's enough with me but yeah let's yeah. get into our special uh. guest for today <laughs> um i would like to introduce him as uh one of my mentors uh <laughs> he was <laughs> one of uh my managers so to speak at one time in my life but uh Dash uh, has been an inspiration in my life. I remember the first time I met him, it was through a close friend of mine. I went to school with her and mm -hmm. we were trying to start a female girl rap group called New Girl Order. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, maybe that might be something still in the making. I don't know. Right. To bring some females <laughs> out there. And um, she led me straight to him and then from that day of meeting him he just like changed my life for the better like everybody in jersey who was somebody in in rap or hip-hop um into that realm they knew who i was because of him so i am indebted to him for the rest of my freaking life though he keeps uh, telling me like i need to get out here and do music and stuff like that if god opens up a window <laughs> then uh i will do that in the meantime i'm not gonna pressure or push myself to get into that uh life anymore because it's a lot to it um yeah i was able to you know leave a footstep and leave my footprints in places and meet great people like rock him i met a lot of good people um good people um in the industry and then i'm grateful for that j cole things like that so i'm just grateful for the people that i did meet and get to shake hands with and uh and it's all due to the man that we're about to bring in. So let's give a hand clap for Dash <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Hey, I appreciate it. I, I salute y'all. Thank y'all for having me. I salute y'all for, you know, creating a, the outlet. And y'all doing a, an amazing job. Thank you. Thank you. Happy Mental Health Awareness Month. And um, that's something that we're going to, um, yeah, we're going to. I don't know. Do you, do you say happy? Do you say happy before? I know, right? Happy before mental health. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That, that, uh, that's part of it, right? Yeah. Being happy. Yeah, I guess you could. Getting back to being happy? Getting back to it. But if you think about all holidays and you think of the root of it, like we really say happy Thanksgiving, but if we think right. about what happened, <laughs> yeah, like the, the, the Indian is, the Indian is not happy. Yeah. So, so all of us on this mental journey, like, mm -hmm. like, like I always say the, the mind is like an emotional lint brush, you know? So when you take that lint brush and you rub it down your leg, 
And it's like, what is this? What is this? It's like, it's a collection of your day, your bed, your pillow, you know? So, mm -hmm. so, so mentally you have your childhood, you know, you have your, your teenage space, you have the beginning of your, your adulthood and you have so many different collections of, of what makes you, you. And, and, and a lot of that is not happy in hindsight of the perspective that you depend to uh, depend on looking, looking at it. So like can, in, in regards to mental health awareness, um, I know that you have some things that you have touched based on in regards to your life growing up. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that just to get us to the point of where you are right now? Because I honestly, I look up to you a lot and just how your approach on life since the day I met you and just to see where you came from, you can, I, I don't think anybody could look at you and see that you've been through what you've been through. Thank you. And I'm gonna just give like a, a small background on myself, even though I'm still figuring out what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I did a lot, you know, um, and like I say, both of y'all, I kind of have history. I was in the retail space. I was a manager there and I, and I got that because, you know, a lot of times we don't know who we are and, you know, they always say it's, it's hard to watch the movie you're starring in, you know, you're mm -hmm. just you and you're just waking up every day. But the reason I got the, the, the retail manager position because I, I met the owner and the guy who owned against her lives, his, his brother is the guy who owns Samsung. So I literally got that job or whatever. I moved up because I, I was talking and I started talking to to the owner or whatever the case. And um, so so um, I have videography in, in my collection of what I do, management. Uh, so multiple different things, networking. Um, so also my son um, and his speaking motivational career, he's been in Forbes, Good Morning America, King Na, for those who know uh, King Na, Naeem Hudson. He's 15 now. So just a little small history and I'm still growing. I'm an author, speaker. I have so many different journeys. So people that do know me, know me from different pockets of life. So, um, so to speak on mental health in my life, you know, uh, and I'm also working on a book called Puzzle Pieces and Puzzle Pieces is basically breaking down. Y'all threw me off, putting me on the spot. I'll be doing that when I'll be on the show. <laughs> when, when, like, like I'll be having people on, I'll be laying down asleep. <laughs> you, you can hide when you do that. <laughs> like I'll be doing that all the time. Uh, it, it kind of puts you on the spot and you're like, you feel comfortable in a small box. Like when you get in the big box, you're like, you know, everybody's watching. Latoya put me on the spot. I'm like, uh, uh, take this one. <laughs> take this. Was like, I want to see y'all. It's like uh, y'all blowing up on the screen. And yeah. That's funny. My but, bad. Um, no, um, so, uh, a big dent in my story, but I'll say it's a, it's a, it's a, I'm very careful with words, but I'll use negative because it represents what the moment was. So it's, it's a lot of negative and positive, but the beginning of my journey and something that impacted me so much is being molested at six years old. You know, that, that impacted my life in so many ways that put me on like uh, a roller coaster, uh, foster homes, mental hospitals, uh, crazy hospitals, and that that triggered and that 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 stunted my growth a lot and it and it trapped a lot of my childhood and it trapped a lot of who I could have become in that moment. So um, you know, finding the maze and figuring out 
what life was and what life is, you know, because when growing up, you don't hear words like mental health. You don't hear emotional intelligence. You know, um, I didn't express that to my mother, nor did I know how to in that moment. So uh, growing up and unraveling my past and unraveling some of the things that happened to me, also with being a father now, uh, these are the stories I, I tell and these are the stories I talk about. So, um, and a lot of people, so like we've been offered like six TV shows. You know, my son has, like I said, has been on, uh, has been on Good Morning America, Dr. Oz, Little Big Shots. And all of these shows, they wanted me on these shows. And um, I actually started uh, therapy around like three years ago. And, and the funny thing about who hooked me up with my therapist is Tyrese, you know, Tyrese the R&B singer, like, He's a, a great friend of mine and we, we have like um, a unique journey, you know, so uh, a lot of times we don't we don't know we need these things, you know, especially in like black households. Like when you in trauma, you in trauma and trauma is normal. So if you don't know how to look at your trauma, if you don't know how to look at your pain, like it's something you need to talk to, talk through and go through and grow through. You look, you, you just sit in there with it. Like I always say, cancer don't know it's cancer. You know, it's just in your body killing you, you know? So mm. it's just so much that I unraveled in therapy. One of the biggest things I did, you know, my therapist, uh, she, she, she told me to write a letter to my younger self, mm. you know, and I made the therapist cry. <laughs> this when I like question my issues. I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, you know what I'm, I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, how are you crying? I'm like, is my life that messed up? I'm like, give me my money back. Like, you know what I'm saying? In my in my head, in my head, I'm saying this stuff. But um, so that was like I said, that was a, a big unraveling of of who I was, and and um, because I always say you can't edit your soul. You know what I'm saying? Like you are who you are, and your life, your life is in the chapters of your pain. And so many of us run away from those moments and, and run away from those spaces that we don't even know who we are, you know? So I could ramble all day, but I don't know if you guys want to. Well, that's what you're here for. You're here to ramble. That's what <laughs> we're here to hear you. Um, right. When did it click inside your head that you needed, you wanted to change your ways of thinking? It was never my choice or my decision. You know, it, it was uh, becoming a father. And, you know, I had custody of, of my son since he was four years old. And like, I always thought I was going to be a deadbeat father. I always thought I was going to be a loser. I always thought I was going to be. And this is literally the moment I seen my son's footprint in his mother's stomach. Like, I, I was so worried. I was so scared because like, like I said, you are your information. And I never seen a father. I never seen fathers in my neighborhood. My friends ain't have fathers. Like we seen Bill Cosby. We seen these things, but like, where am I pulling from being a father? So I was so worried. I was so scared. I was so afraid, you know, and it wasn't until, <clears throat> and um, I don't want to dismiss or like, act like my son, my, my, my son's mother don't exist, but she has a story that I'll leave to her. You know, because she's a, she plays a big part in my life and she plays a big part in my son's life, of course. But, you know, mm -hmm. for me to be the father that I became, I, I had to go through some doors and, and those doors allowed me to meet me. You know, 
because I didn't know how to love. I didn't know how to how to really care. I didn't know how to be like that's the thing, women and people gotta understand. Like we say man, but man is like uh flip up the hood and the mechanic. I don't know how to be no mechanic. I don't know how to change the transmission. Like so you may look at man and be like, fix my car. I don't know what like you you ain't I'ma mess your car up more. Like so 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 man and father these words are huge these words are scary especially growing up <laughs> like the, the soundtrack of man like just sitting and listening to my mother friends like fathers was like the devil you know what i'm saying so so now i am the thing my mother used to talk about i am the deadbeat <laughs> i am the loser like i am the nobody and it's like I got to unravel that in my experience. So for me to love my son the way I wanted to love, for me to care, for me to want to create healing, for me to want to create a healthy dynamic, for me to become that, I had to learn that and love that and throw away all the pain. Like I always say, uh, for a man that grew up without a father, he can heal himself by being there for his son. So I learned how to become a whole new man by trying to like create and grow and nurture a life mm. so that's that's what brought it it wasn't like a change it wasn't a decision like mm -hmm. you know because I, I was absent of that i was absent of um because what what i did after i got molested i would have probably killed myself if i had to deal with that pain mm. so mm -hmm. if you think about like being in a hospital how, how they have all the wires on you and you know let's say those wires was like how we supposed to think and act emotionally. Like, so those wires was my emotions. I did, I'm, I'm disconnecting everything just to survive, you know? So I didn't even like, I don't even remember crying when I was young. I don't remember crying. I don't remember. And I was going through every harsh condition, but to live, I had to be empty to live with being molested at six, to live with, you know, doing some of the stuff I was doing as a, as a kid or as a young man, like I was empty. So like my emotional timing was off. Like I'm, I still literally cry sometimes from things that I didn't cry from as a child. That's the thing. Tears don't go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? They well, age, they, they age though. Like I, I have some yeah. tears that's old as hell. Like man, <laughs> you've been supposed to cry. Like, you know what I'm saying? My, my tears got gray hairs. Like, and I was supposed to cry when I was seven and eight. Mm. And it's like it's like my emotional timing is off and i'm still emotionally upgrading you know what i'm nice. saying mm. and, I, and, I, and i always say like mindset and your heart set like i'm still i'm still figuring out how to like use my heart and interpret emotions the same thing with me like i start talking about my trauma a lot more often because the more I talk about it, the less I cry about it. Like mm -hmm. I remember being on the phone with Quadria or just certain people, like literally almost hyperventilating from mm -hmm. the things that yeah. I was like going through. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I could talk about these things and laugh about it. Now I can talk about it and have a smile on my face. And, um, I'm glad to be in that space now. So, you know, like I've seen you on your page when you're live like one day i seen tears come out your eyes i'm like dash don't cry what the hell? <laughs> so i'm like it was just to see you go through that 
I mean, it really touched me. I it, it, I see your vulnerability. It, it's a, it took a lot for me to even see you on the internet for real, for real, because mm-hmm. like you were so behind the scenes. Like for the people that know you, you did not care to be out here in the world. So I think it's just a blessing that you're just um, sharing yourself with the world, giving these gems to people because you were so behind the scenes. He used to make videos and just have a picture up and all you would hear is his voice in the background. Like that's how much he cared less about being on the internet. And um, I'm grateful that for us to have this platform to share with you so you can be able to be a blessing to other people. Now, I appreciate that. And um, that's why I'm kind of happy it worked out like that. You know, because I, I'm working for my, like I, I'm, I'm really, uh, I took the most like delicate thing to like build and mind you, like I said, like some of the biggest opportunities and and I messed up some opportunities by not wanting to be on camera. Like good morning America was about to not happen because I didn't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Even interviewing Nicki Minaj, Rick Ross, all of these people, I'm behind the camera and I never cared about fame. I never cared about like recognition, like, but with this and along with my son, like the messages I get every day, you know, and I, I think, um, see, we see pain, but we don't, we don't see the process. So a lot of men are speaking from pain and a lot of men are speaking from broken places. And, and, and uh, I was about to call you a uh, phrase, Latoya, <laughs> whatever, I don't know. But, um, Latoya, I remember you said this one day, you like black men are starting to talk and like, you know, and, and what I got from you that day is like, and, and one thing that I do, like I, I, I could listen with understanding the natural biasness because it's okay, you know, meaning that some people listen to black men crying, like white people listen to black people like talking about slavery. Meaning like, oh, the black people are just shut, man, shut up and get a job and just work. work. You know, it, slavery was 400 years ago, but they're not listening deep enough to hear our plight. They're not, dis- they're, not, they're not listening deep enough to hear some of the things that we've been through. So we want them to listen uh, compassionately with compassion. So it's the same thing some men are saying, but they're saying it angry. See, it's easy to be angry than it is sad. Mm-hmm. So you think a man is mad at you. He just don't know how to express his emotions because it's easy to be like, shut the fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's easy for him to just spies on you and to go, I'm hurt. And then to, and then to go, Hey, this happened to me and this happened to me. And I think a lot of men don't even know how to do it. They don't even know how mm-hmm. to begin. <clears throat> and it's something, um, me and my son were talking and I, I call it a, I call it a smoke detector, you know? And this is what I, this is what I mean by a smoke detector. So like, your emotions and pain. You ever been to someone's house and they smoke detector just always beeping? Yeah, they like they didn't change the battery. Yeah, but you be like, you be like, yo, why don't you change that? They be like, what? I don't, I don't hear that. Because because the mind long as this became part of the house. Yes, the mind is so tricky. If you keep having something going on inside you, outside of you, your Mm -hmm. mind will delete it. Like it's not even Mm -hmm. there. And that's what happens with our trauma. Like we've been crazy for 10 years. (laughs) And then when we meet people like, yo, why you just do that right there? I just said one word to you. And then people blow up and people explode. But 
for the most part, they go, what you talking about? I don't see like mm -hmm. same way, like the smoke detector, because I've been emotionally illiterate my whole life. And I don't know how to, uh, feel emotions like you be like yo why you just talk to me like that and i'll be like what you talking about i don't even like and it's because like that, that's a smoke detector like people don't know they need help people don't know you know that they need to be cared for everybody don't need to be cursed out everyone don't need to be deleted everyone don't need to be dismissed some mm -hmm. people need love some people need a hug like literally my room is therapy you know, I got a meditating frog named Namure. I got a, I got an African statue hugging a baby. And that like I have healthy triggers in my room, like because I grew up without without hugs and without love, like I consistently put my 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 like healthy emotional interactions around me. You know, a lot of men that you think is like arrogant and like hard. They're just turtles. They're hard on the outside, but they soft on the inside. But they don't know how to communicate that because there's no open platform, nor is it a conversation or an open platform to for, for them to feel okay crying. You know, and they don't know how to unravel that. Like, so pain and, and your mental health, your mental health is like traveling, you know. The more you travel, like you have a you have like you remember when we first got our cars and we only drove in our neighborhood. Yeah. And then when you finally drove, you was like, I never knew this was like, and that's mental health. Like mm. a lot of us only keep circling the same space and we don't go outside of that space and we stand in that comfort zone and we're afraid to travel. Like I remember if we thought it was a white neighborhood, we would not go there, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's like, that's what we need to do emotionally. Like, where is it okay for me to cry? You know what I'm saying? Like, even some of my boys I knew for 20 years, like I know I was looking crazy to them. You know what I'm saying? Because when insanity is normal, healing looks like insanity. Mm. Like I got a, I got nothing but like, you know what I mean? Dudes in the world, they fathers, they in the streets, they, and I know they crazy. So if they looking at me like I'm crazy because I'm working on myself, that's because it is crazy to talk about what's, what's, you know what happened to you because some of them may have some of the same stories i have <clears throat> and i'm just not afraid to say yo i was molested or, yo man like i used to be strapped up on the wall in in the crazy yeah. hospital i used to have ritalin i used to you know like i'm not afraid to tell my story mm. and, and and it's not about like i'm not afraid to tell it and like it's not it's not to like wear it and it's not branding and it's not marketing because I'm a marketer. I could have picked a million different things to market other than being molested. <laughs> like I didn't take that and go, this is what, what I need to say, but mm -hmm. you know, I'm grateful and, and, and I feel honored. Like, so I'm happy that, that my son did motivate me and, and um, give me the courage to like step out, you know, and even my son, like my son wrote his first book at 10. I ain't even know how to read at 10. I ain't know how to read till I was like 18, 19. And <clears throat> you know, so with some of that journey and just with where I, where this stuff is going to take shape and, and what it's going to do, like, I'm grateful, you know what I'm saying? But I, I think like, th that's what I get. Like, even in my inbox, like men finally, like, and a lot of people be like, oh, all you talk to is women. It's, it's, a, it's a philosophy. Mm -hmm. Men are not going to click on two men talking. So I need to have a, a, a pretty lady. So men are going to watch that.
you know what I'm saying? And then that's how you 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 tap into them, and it's like it's like iPhone. Sometimes you gotta hack people. Like iPhone is in your phone even when you don't know they're watching you. So with with with, with men that's used to a system and used to a, an abusive system and used to a dismissive system, you have to create a system where you're educating them and they don't even know. Right. You know, you have to plant that seed and um. We got to know it's okay, man. Because if men don't know it's okay, we, we will never heal. So, Josh, being you have, you know, three, you know, black queens here. What advice would you give us in order to help the, the black men in our lives? Y'all want the Kevin Samuel version or, or my version? Oh, hush. We're going to call you today Latoya Samuel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you to reach yourself, baby. <laughs> so, um, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. Good question, Kwan. Uh, you have to uh, understand that every man you're looking at. Mm -hmm. I say this. Mm -hmm. Even Hitler got a baby picture. Mm. And this is what I mean by that. Raheem, that get on your nerve, he was raised by somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jamal, that get on your nerve, he was raised by somebody. And then when you listen to his story, that's where you will see his flaws. So if I was in a relationship with one of y'all and you go, oh, you cold, you don't care about my feelings. How am I care about your feelings when I don't even, I never met my feelings. Mm. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I can't cater to you if I don't know what that means. I can't love you if I don't know what that means. And, and that's what that's that's what I mean. Like, like Hitler really got a baby picture. So how can we cater to them? We can't cater to them at, at all. They need to find healing. Right. Or yeah. we. But this even... what I this what I mean though. Liam mm -hmm. is the baby picture that you have, mm -hmm. and one day he's mm -hmm. going to be someone's Raheem. Right. And there was and, a video you put up recently, mm -hmm. not to cut you off, but it was a woman talking about how her and her singleness being an independent black woman, how it messed up her son. Mm -hmm. so, like, that's one thing I'm trying not to do is to mess up that profile for my son. Having this, yes, I'm independent and I'm black, but I don't want to have this idea in my head. Like I don't, well, I don't need a dude, but I do. I do. <laughs> for real, for real. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind having well, why a Okay, no, no, let you finish. No, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to answer your question. I don't need him because it's a one. And the one that I want is my son to see two functioning people in this world working together, making this thing called life work. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want him to see a controlled environment. I want him to see a happy environment. I'm very, like, I don't mind being a submissive woman because when I was married, that's what I was doing. I was being submissive. Shout out to my ex-husband. He watches our show. I found out. So shout out to he's a avid watcher. But anyway, um, on a lighter note, I want my son to see these, you know, I want to see a happy home, an authentic happy home. But that's it. And that's that's uh that's my my question. You know, when you have the opportunity, uh, when you have the opportunity to restock the shelves, make sure you're doing the best job that you possibly can. Mm -hmm. Because the, like when I say restock the shelves, like the men on the shelves right now was 
someone's babies that they were developing and that so when you hear them say you know i had no fathers no one like and my mother she had five six six children so she was a young lady growing and surviving and trying to figure out the world okay. and um like that's what take place a lot uh, um it was something like and, and and um i don't say x i say plus you know what i'm saying okay. I, I i believe in i believe in anyone that added something to you they should never be xed out you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. even even even, even if you think even if you think it was a negative like negatives still create a positive you know what i'm saying so like my my plus benefited me mm -hmm. in revealing to me how much i needed to work on myself already which i understood but you you can't skip it like I, I can't skip what i didn't learn as a young man and i can't skip you know so it, it's something i always used to say you know i said if i give you my heart and i lose my mind would you help me build my mind back you know what i'm saying so it, yeah for for I, a man like like literally for me like my mind is everything like like i'm a, i'm a, i think on a genius level but my emotional space is like a two-year-old mm. you know what i'm saying so what I'm, what I'm saying like you can't skip that like i have to either develop that on my own or i have to like be able to express that enough to make a woman understand that so a woman could be attracted to be attracted to my mind but now when my two-year-old heart shows the actions of like two-year-old right because okay. i never developed that mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and how do you develop it no li literally uh I'm, I'm putting in that work and i'm doing that like literally a lot of time because I, I even have like clients now i'm working on courses because i did so much emotional emotional and mental work that mm -hmm. i do have philosophies and i have uh <clears throat> i have a whole lot of different things that i that i created to build myself and grow myself and um it's about challenging yourself and creating healthy situations right so being that i'm like a, a massive like I, I i could think and think and think and think that's what i that's what you do that's what a lot of a lot of like that's why someone could go to jail and become a doctor in prison like because you have nothing but time so uh educated as far as school i always didn't really uh grow there but i was always intuitive and and, and intelligent I could always think, you know. So even when like people see my son and like think he was talking with a script, like no, that's just mm -mm. <laughs> my son have some of them same characteristics. He's a thinker, like, <clears throat> and I took him all around the world. That's my son. Like, <laughs> I, I sit back not to go, man. That's my son. I could get up there because he's a gift and he's special. <clears throat> but one thing we have to do is challenge ourselves to balance out our highlights, meaning meaning like. I'm, I'm gonna give you both scenarios, right? So women know when they can manipulate a man with her, with their body in, in the lust space, meaning that he's goofy and he's all over the place because he wants you, and mm -hmm. he ain't gonna he ain't gonna say nothing wrong because he want what he want. So he's never gonna trigger you or tell the truth. He's only gonna tell you what you want to hear, just to get what he want. So here's how a woman challenges herself by finding a man that's not so hypnotized by her body and really building an attraction. So it's the same thing with a man, right? When a man got the chain, the money, the lifestyle, the cars, that's mm -hmm. all the bait. Like when I pull up with the bait, now I know I ain't got to work hard. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, okay, 
forget the bait. Where's the woman that ain't even looking at me when I pull up? And when I pull up, she pull up. So now my bait ain't even going to work. So now we could actually build something. We could actually have valuable conversations. And here's another like honest space. Like when I was broken, I looked for brokenness because broken was easier. All I got to do is attach myself to your pain. Now I become that. Mean, meaning that like your pain already have an emotional space and it's going to be easier to like once i like sit myself there now like you know it, there's no real challenge so like i challenge myself when it comes to when it comes to life when it comes to being humble when it comes to humility when it comes to growing when it comes to realizing like I got to not want a physical space with women and learn how to actually value a woman's mind to develop uh, the correct way to interact with her, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, so whether, whether it is like a, a woman's space, whether it is like a personal space, whether it is like um, my therapist broke down that I was seeing my mother in situations because I suffered from abandonment issues, you know? So literally, what I, I, I said this scenario to like uh, my therapist because I was in Walmart and I asked the lady for something and she just pointed to it. I, you know, I, I went off on it in my head, you know, but what it was, it wasn't even as deep as the woman pointing to something. It triggered me to to thinking about my mother. Mm. So so I was dealing with women, but I was seeing my mother. I was seeing that the woman that gave me up, that gave me away, like, so you have to find out, it's not about your triggers, like your, your triggers are just an emotional check engine light. That's just warning you what's bothering you. That's, that's the check engine light is not the problem. So the check engine light could be warning you about the transmission. So like my check engine light was all like abandonment issues. You feel abandoned, you feel invisible, you know? So now, I have to work on that. So for all of us, that's what we have to do. Not the triggers, but what are the triggers saying? And then allowing yourself to sit in that dark room, allowing yourself to drive without the radio on in the car, allowing yourself to just get to know you. Who am I? You know, and checking yourself and not being afraid to find yourself. And um, that's what I stopped on social media. I stopped just like I don't, I don't care to like just post my highlights, because Jordan didn't dunk from the foul line every day. You know what I'm saying? So when we see when we see celebrities and we see our favorite people, we looking at their highlights. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want nobody to just know me from my highlights. You know what I'm saying? So this is what I'm great at. This is what I'm working on, and when I put those together, this is who I want to be. You know what I'm saying? So like that's how I'm finding myself consistently every day. Anybody have any questions? <laughs> I just want to know where where should someone someone start who's who's seeking help that knows that they need help but they don't know where to go or who who to reach out to, mm. especially within um you know the like black and Latino communities. Mm -hmm. You know, favorite thing is I, I got all of these scenarios because <laughs> I've I've been on the phone with like some of my clients and I, and I just create. Like a lot of different scenarios. <clears throat> so we're going to do a trick right now, right? I'll start with Quadria, right? Oh, I, I had to start with me now. Yeah, look. I want you to make up a word right now. 
Make make up a new word. Make up a new word that's not out. Okay, new word. All right, I can do that. Tell us when you get it. Uh, Mahani. <laughs> Mahani. Mahani. Okay. I don't so, know if that's the real word or not. No, no, it's, I'm it's sorry okay. It's fine. It's fine. I want it to be new to you, right? Okay. So now, what does Mahani look like? Mm. What does what is that picture? What is Mahani? Um, when I think of Mahani, I think of like 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 paradise, mm. sun, beauty. So, what two words? What did you look at to make up that word? It just it just came. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at y'all. Y'all y'all brought out the the the, the paradise. Oh, oh. I, 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 so, so look at this. That's what that was, Toy, right earlier. Look, that, that was quick, though. That was quick that you that you actually created a picture for that, that word that quick. Yeah. Uh -huh. So this is what I mean by that. Like, you see, when you make up a new word, mm. it don't have a destiny. You know. Mm. So a lot of people think they're trapped in an existence or a moment, but what they're trapped in is their language. Mm. You know. Every word has a picture and an emotion attached to it. Nostalgic memories. That's why and we that's, have, that's well. what we have to do. We we have to we have to reprogram the words. So me as a young man, like molestation always made me cringe. Molestation always made me panic. Like the word. Mm -hmm. Because the word, like I say, you can't edit your soul. So when I used to hear the word, like that moment was so severe. Like I remember my 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 my, my black penny loafers, <laughs> my my gray pants, and I had a gray shirt. It, it was gray. <laughs> Whenever I, the pause mean I'm about to cry. So my my funny <laughs> man edit. <laughs> I ain't trying to do do that on your show. So it's let me like. Okay. It's all right. All right. Let me have a couple man edit minutes. <laughs> but you know, mm. let me let me breathe. Deep breath. See, see how men can smile, but inside the tear, like, yo, let me, <laughs> the, the, the tear trying to climb up, but mm -hmm. this is what men go through. Men will curse you out before we cry. You don't even know he about to cry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's about to cuss us all out before he's like, hold on, let me get a minute, mother. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm good. I'm just, I'm just trying to teach y'all like the behind the scenes of, of man. Like we'll create every, we'll, we'll create every illusion in the world. We the best magicians in the world. Mm. You'll be arguing like, "Why well, I ain't even do it. He was about to cry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he needed the diversion mm. to get you off of that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, you can't edit your soul. So as, as vivid as I can remember my outfit, as vivid, as vivid as I can remember, like, the location, you know what I'm saying? I had to train that and I had to reprogram that word. So molestation don't mean that to me anymore it, like i see myself on the mountain now conquering mm. that situation mm. so like i said you got to go change the picture and you got to change the emotion so if i talk to either one of you for about an hour and i told you to talk about your triggers and speak like and if i connected you to like one of the machines that showed your heartbeat and like whether you were lying or whatever the case because that's what like interrogators do to you when they get you interrogation like or a lie detector so mm -hmm. if you talked about like a painful place in your life, right where you triggered, that's where the word would make the machine jump. So like I told you, like molestation is a trigger word for me. My childhood is a trigger word for me. But in those triggers mm -hmm. is your healing. Mm -hmm. Those are the words you have mm -hmm. to go into 
and reprogram. And and the reason you have that power is is, is the same way. You, you when you made up that new word, oh, I see paradise. I see. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you on a beach. You know I should have said like, money, but <laughs> nah, it, you can make it mean it. whatever you want it to mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that that's right. my my mm-hmm. advice to someone that's uh, working on themselves: reprogram your trigger words because, like, say molestation. Like, so that's why when I was talking to therapists and 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 that happened to me at six, the first person I told was my son mother at 24. Mm-hmm. So cancer is an experience. Like I held that in all those years. Mm. And that stunted my growth. That stunted my emotional growth. That st- that stunted my childhood, you know. But at the same time, uh, now when I look back, I see I see beauty, you know, because like we define blessings as like something that feels beautiful and look beautiful. But um, that is the best blessing that I ever received, because that that gave me everything to fight for. Like, like if God came down, if it's up, down, whatever, or whatever, you know, the universe, Jesus, whatever fits Muhammad, like if it was a moment and he said, you could remove this molestation, like, I don't know what my life would turn into. Mm-hmm. So like, that is the foundation of, of everything. So that is the most valued thing that I value in my life. I value the foster home. I value the crazy hospital. I value my father not being there. Like that's what gave me the richness. Like I love my son with the emptiness that I held in my heart every day. You know what I'm saying? Cause I know how it feel like if I wasn't there, like I used to walk down the street and look in grown men faces and like wonder who my father was. Mm. So mm. I, I know how that feel. So Every day I was in this this little kid life, like we on the swing. I catch myself looking at grown ups, looking at them, look at me, like, why is this idiot on the swing with the kids? Like, but I really was in my son's childhood. Like I was on the swings, the sliding board. Like me and my son is best friends now, and we always been best friends. And we took it around Dubai, Mexico, Africa. Like they don't understand the love that went in them, mm-hmm. you know. And I love them every day. Like with the pain that that little boy went through me. So, um, (laughs) pause the tear inside of me. (laughs) That's funny. I I, got to work on that. See, I don't know. Is is that a good thing or a bad thing? Cause I I like, um, it's life. Like you, you're learning to control your emotion. And it is good that you talk about your trauma and, and your healing from it. I had, I used to be free to talk about my trauma once upon a time. I'm now starting to get back into it, but there was more trauma added onto that because when you trust people with your story and you tell them, and then they pick a certain time to use it against you. Like, oh, you're crazy. Oh, you're capable of doing this. You're capable of you know, just people, people in this world, sometimes their ways will, will cause them to use your path, use your past against you. And it became very scary for me to speak up about the things that I've encountered, the lifestyles I've lived. 
And those things have helped people. So it's like, how am I supposed to, when I know I'm here on purpose, for purpose, how am I to keep myself quiet when I know that what I've been through can possibly help someone else? Mm -hmm. So I shut down for many years, not telling my story. Mm -hmm. And I'm just very grateful that through counseling, through meditation, through prayer, that I'm able to get out and be more fearless of whatever the consequence may be, because I know in my heart why I'm doing it. I know that who that person was years ago isn't who I am right now, and I'm not making those decisions. Um, I even felt like at one time just dealing with narcissistic people, they'll try to use your past against you mm. and want you want to see you fail, want to see you go through that again just to say, okay, I told you she's like that. They'll take you through so much stress that they'll push you to that edge. Yeah, I'm grateful that I pushed through those those circumstances and that I'm able to just be like, you know what, forget it. Like, yes, this is my past. This is who I was. It's a part of me. It makes me who I am. It makes me a stronger person right now in my life. So I sit here and I, I commend myself more for going through those. I love myself even more for getting through those things. And and I don't let myself down. I used to feel ashamed about my past <clears throat> and mm. the things that I went through. And now it's more so like, it's an accomplishment for me because now I can be able to help someone else out. I think, uh, I think, well, I believe trauma that we endure is not for ourselves. Mm -hmm. I yeah, we, I agree. We, the purpose is to help someone else. Mm. And we may not understand that as we are faced with the trauma or we're going through it. But mm -hmm. I right. think that um, as Dash was saying, there's, there's beauty in the pain when you look mm. at everything in retrospect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And especially um, I know for me, and I, I heard you guys mention that too, that when you express yourself and you're vulnerable and you communicate that, how people you say, oh, that helped me, or, you know, you would have never known I was going through that, or you said something that um, helped me heal or guided me on the journey to even realize that I needed healing. Mm. So I, I, I believe that what we what we go through not only helps us grow but helps impact the world in a in a better way i agree i agree too i agree and like another helpful thing like if y'all look you know i have a chakra of like a black chakra rock here mm -hmm. so um this, this rock means uh don't mean don't be a prisoner to your don't be a slave to your emotions Mm. So, like, literally, it's a reminder. I always see it. So, what it does, it, it helps you reprogram your mind. So, I was, I mean, uh, Latoya was talking about that. Um, epigenetics, you know, your your DNA has memory, you know, and it's a whole scenario. I could go into it, like, if you want me to go into the full thing. <clears throat> so, epigenetics is basically the science of, like, I was just saying, your DNA has memory. And it was a study done on, on rats. And basically, the scientists put male rats in a cage. And as the male rats were growing, 
you know, it was a electric current on the bottom of the cage. And um, every time they will release the electric current, they will release the smell of cherry blossoms. So they would electrocute the rats and then release the cherry blossom smell. So they did this over a few months or whatever the case. So then they removed the male rats and they put female rats in the cage. They didn't release the electricity. They only released the smell of cherry blossoms. So a few months of the process, they, they released the smell of cherry blossoms. They removed the female rats. Okay. So then they both, they put the female and the male rats back in the cage and they allowed them to mate. So after they made it, you know, they, 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 they moved the male rats. They allowed the, the female rats to go through the process. They gave birth to the babies. So after the babies were born, they removed the mothers. So remember, the, the babies had no interaction with the male rats or, the, or their mothers, the uh, fathers or the mothers. So after a while, they let the, rats, the uh, baby rats grow. And they only released the smell of cherry blossoms, no electricity. And the rats jumped up like they were being electrocuted. So that's mm -hmm. basically the, the memory of the DNA. And this, this, and it's a book, it's a book uh, called, it didn't, it didn't start with you. And that basically talks about epigenetics and the program. And that's why they say it takes like 21 to 24 days to create a new habit because you're reprogramming the DNA. So anything you can use to jumpstart your mind, your memory, the way you think. So like sometimes you could you could use a ring, you could use like a um, a little bracelet, whatever it is that will retrain your mind to uh, recreate in a new mental pattern or practice for you. That really helps. And um, another thing I wanted to touch on, like a lot of times, like when when you hear like when people say men or whatever or people. We say responsibility and, and accountability. So uh, mm -hmm. I've seen this on Zoe Williams. Zoe Williams, he has a, a radio show. You can check out his YouTube. And he had Dr. Kaba on, on his show. And same thing when a man becomes a father or you have a husband or you have a boyfriend and you go, you go, it's your responsibility to do this, right? So like Dr. Okay. Kaba broke this down. When you think of responsibility, what's the two words in responsibility? Responsible like respond and ability right yeah respond and ability right so if i'm a father that never had a father and never seen a father what ability am i responding to mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so so when you're dealing with men mm -hmm. always sit back and see what he's his abilities are like because that's the only thing he could respond to if i don't know how to love it's like when you ain't getting service, your phone is bouncing. It is, it's no satellite. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's no bars on your phone. So you look at that man and it's like, love, love, love ain't, ain't it's no, nothing connecting. I don't, I don't know love. I don't have love. You know what I'm saying? Emotions mm -hmm. and accountability the same way. Like you say, it's responsibility and accountability. You can't account for any ability that you don't have. So, um, if a man can't uh, elaborate on these things, he don't have it. See, I could talk about my feelings. I could talk about my emotions. I could talk about the process. I'm not afraid. It don't make me tight because I'm really working on myself. I really have information. I really have the experience. I really have the story. I could give you the whole blueprint of my life, my situations, my ups, my downs to give and, and translate 
a full interpretation and understanding because like I say, humans are, are the only product without a manual. I don't know what you like. And sometimes we can't explain ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So when we, when we, when we drive in a car, when we buy some cereal, like any other product, we, it's a manual to it. Mm. So, we, so if we walked around with manuals, it'd be easy for, for, for us. So it's like the only way I can find out what you like or don't like is by interactions. You know, sometimes, some days I may make you sad without even knowing it. Our, our existence could just clash with one another, you know, and that experience will create the understanding of one another. But if I don't know you and you don't know me, and if you don't know you, yeah. I don't know you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You knew you for 35 years and you still don't know you. <laughs> How you want me to come in your life and figure you out? So that's it. People meeting people that don't know one another, trying to know each other. And it's not going to happen. So I can like translate myself in manual form to anyone in front of me will have a full understanding of who I am. You know, and, and that's what I think like the mental work is. Who are you? Not just the cute you, not just the Instagram you. Right. Who, that, who that you that you ain't posting up? Right. I want to uh, touch on something you said. So you said that uh, your ring symbolizes don't let your, don't, don't, don't be a slave your to your emotions. emotions. Be a slave to you. Don't, don't be, uh, don't be a slave to your emotions. Yeah, don't yeah. be a slave to your emotions. And it's funny that you mentioned that. I had a man tell me that. And when he told me that, I didn't know how to, at that time, I couldn't receive it. I was mm -hmm. like, what, what does that mean? Like, I'm a, like, I'm a woman, I'm emotional, I'm sensitive. Like, what are you saying? Like, don't, like, just don't um, honor my emotions. But then as I, as life went on, I sat there and one, that was one of the biggest jewels I ever got. Mm. Because as I continued to grow, I realized like, you really can't be a slave to your emotions. Sometimes the emotions and the thoughts that you you conjure up in your head is not fact. Mm -hmm. It could be a trigger off of off of a past experience right. that is coming to light now, and are, it's not fair to take that 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 baggage or that trauma right. and it onto a, a new situation, a new person, a new experience. Right. So so that um, that definitely. Uh, I think that was a gem that changed my life, and and I, and I think you really have to sit there and 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 really listen to what that message means of not being a slave to your emotions, because oftentimes we that's the first thing like you you jump from being you, you could be mad you could be upset, mm -hmm. and sometimes you act on that and you're not even right, mm -hmm. and that might based off of how you feel. Yeah, you, got, you gotta you have to I feel like you have to internalize how you feel. You have to sit with it, let it marinate. And then then you could you could um, you can uh, basically see if if I I'm okay, I'm justified for feeling this way or not. Nah, I'm tripping. Like, shit. Mm -hmm. right. That's true. So I see it's an hour. I don't know how y'all show go, but I know that in like programming. <laughs> like, I gotta go. Like, no, no, I'm I'm good. I don't know if y'all like run y'all show on a time limit. Well, that is that is the goal to reach the hour, but we flow. We flow and right. when it's time to go, somebody will get the head nod. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know 
was been a good show, you know. <laughs> I, I got something to add if we're not done, though. Um, you know, like, for the most part, a lot of people don't realize their emotional space is created when you're very young, mm. you know? Mm. That's true. And, and that's why, like, and it's, it's the thing, like, because I create a lot of, and I'm working on my books, so I don't even like saying words that's that's not out yet because it's like, but I call it emotionally upgrading. And we, we have to be okay with that, you know? So when you think about it, right? So, so like I told you, like I disconnected my emotional space when I was six years old. Mm. But the way I did that and how I handled that is how I, I was handling things as I got older. So if you think about it, like, let's say, let's say, you know, Latoya, you, you learn how to, every time I say toy, it's like, I don't know you. I like phrase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real and then toya yeah. is my plus name so i tell you that always trigger me like so latoya <laughs> like scrambled my whole thought process I so it's like it, 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 it's like um so if your emotional space happened in fifth grade sixth grade right mm -hmm. think about things that was there at that time like what was your favorite outfit in, in fifth grade you don't remember? Parasukos? Remember I came to school, I had a like jumper, I had like one of the straps off. Oh, so, you was look, fly. so imagine that and fifth grade, yeah, imagine that fifth grade outfit, right? And imagine y'all had that fifth grade outfit and y'all tried it on, what would happen? <laughs> won't fit it. Yeah, too okay. large. So look. <laughs> if we can't fit like think about so now think about that outfit the same as the emotions if that outfit don't fit why are we still wearing the same wearing emotional emotions. space okay. you know what i'm saying like we still we still like i'm still using that same since i was six emotional spaces like we we have to we have to try something else on like eat but but think about life like that like when you wake up and you have a bad day like, oh, I, how long are you gonna wear that? Yeah, I know. Oh, that's funny that you said that. I had a bad day today, and at twelve o'clock, I said, "You know what? It's still hope. I could change." The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take it off, like. And then yeah. the funny thing about your attitude when people see you, like, yo, you look different, like, because you really change your face expressions, mm. your, your body language, like. Yeah. take that bad day off i don't like how it looks it don't it don't fit like i had a morning i had a morning myself but then i was on the phone with my friend and she's like it got real quiet and she said what's up i said let me get off the phone i gotta pray mm -hmm. <laughs> i'll call you back i gotta pray i said because you know what i'm not going to carry this on for the rest of my day mm -hmm. yeah you know like in I had to, I had to like put somebody in their place in a nice calm way and just let them know like listen we're adults let's act like civilized people mm -hmm. my friend's like you don't even have to respond I said no some people need a response because they're not used to people responding to them <laughs> they're not they they need a response they need communication they um, I'm like this person needs some type of communication they have no one to talk to when you psychologically mm -hmm. know someone and know that they're very sheltered and they have no friends mm -hmm. or anything I'm probably my little bit of argument is probably the only thing they're going to get or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to make sure mm -hmm. that I'm going to not argue with them, but like, let them know, like, come on, like, we don't have to be like this. So I'm like, give it to God. No, I'm giving it to them. I'm giving it to them right now. <laughs> Conversation. Oh, and we're gonna yeah, talk about yeah. our business because we should be able to talk to each other. We are adults mm -hmm. here. 
or whatever. And maybe this person may never change, but my point is going to get across and mm -hmm. I'm going to come from a place of love. It might be a little tough love because you drawing right now, you acting up, but it's going to mm -hmm. be love no matter what. So yeah, but I, I had to get rid of that mood earlier. I went, I sat down, I meditate. I was like, all right. And I was good for the rest of the day. And I'm so proud because it was a point in my life where I will rehearse, 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 rehearse. I will live in that hurt. I will wear it. I will wear my heart on my sleeve, my under my pants, everything. I had a whole wardrobe of hurt. Hmm. And I'm just grateful. I'm at that point now in my life where, yeah, I'm a human being. So things gonna tick me off, but you ain't gonna share. I'm not gonna share that space with you for too long. I'm just gonna let you know. And it's gonna get to a point where I'm, I'm just gonna be like, you know what, you're non-existent. Like that's non-existent or whatever. And I'm just gonna come from, just continue to come from a place of love because honestly, I speak that into my life. I am peace, that's who I am. And I remember when I fell really hard, people's like, Latoya, oh my goodness, I'm so used to see you smiling, you're so happy, but to see you miserable like this, is just like, it's breaking me. And like to see you hurt like this is breaking me. And it's like, I'm, I'm a human being, I have feelings too. I get mad just like the next person or whatever. It's, it might take enough, I'm like a, I'm like a teapot and once you, once I boil up, it gets to a point where it takes a lot for all of that to get to me. But now I'm just to a point where I'm being very clear and I'm being stern now or whatever. I'm less, I'm less miserable, but I'm more stern and more clear um, in my approach. And I had to think about my intentions. I was talking to my friend earlier. I was like, when I speak to my son's dad, it's more intentional. It was like, hey, how are you doing? Have a great day. Because before I really mean have a great day. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking life into him. I really want him to have a great day. Before I used to do it, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I used to be Petty LaBelle. Have a great day. Like, because I'm like, this is too bad for me. So I used to be like, I still am. I love you. Like, <laughs> now it's like, no, I really want you to have a great day. Like, I really want you to have a great day. For real. I still want you to have a great day. Look, he watches our show. I know he's gonna watch this episode. Cause he said it in one of the text messages, he said, it's whatever you say, right? And I was just like, oh, so obviously you're watching my show. I thank you for your continuous support. And hopefully, you know, we can be continue to be good co-parents. You know, that's important. And, um, because no matter where you at in life, everybody's existence or like, like when we look at homeless people or we look at somebody that went crazy, like their current state could all be brought back to one day. Mm -hmm. mm. You know what I'm saying? So when you talk about where in that day, if someone that's been in the same space for 15 years and it started yes. with one day. Mm -hmm. They're you know waiting for, I don't know what they're waiting for. Some people, I don't know if they're even waiting for an apology. They just, I don't know what it is. Some people are just waiting for something. It was like, what are you really waiting for? And I had to learn to like, not wow. even worry about what are you waiting for? Like, I used to ask a lot of questions. Why is this person acting this way? Why are you so, con My, people used to be around me like, why Why is it that, why is that a concern? I'm like, I just want to know what's going on in people's, the back of their mind. Like mm -hmm. what makes them hold on for that long? Like that long, right. years, mm -hmm. something would just be like, you know what? let me let go but some people i mean i can't expect people to be me you know and and i had to learn that like mm -hmm. we i'm not the same as everybody they're not the same as me and some people hurt last longer and i just have to change me and how i react 
or whatever. Because when people hurt, hurt people, hurt people. They want you to hurt as long as they're hurting. Mm -hmm. So unless I start changing, like you said, changing the way I think, changing the way I react, I'm going to be stuck wearing their feelings as well. Mm -hmm. So not only do I have my junk in the trunk, I got their junk in my trunk. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like my, my space is getting crowded. I'm about to become a hoarder of emotions. I think that's a hard yeah. thing too. Um, mm -hmm. Like you touch on a, a number of things. So one being um, realizing that people are not like you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that was a very hard truth for me too. Like realizing like you, people not gonna do what you do and people mm -hmm. don't wait, be as blunt as you are and they mm -hmm. may not understand how to handle your bluntness. Mm -hmm. um, but um also realizing that um i think a lot i i think i'm a deep thinker so i i think my brain is always going to the detriment of my brain just going 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 right and mm -hmm. oftentimes i would all like predict situations i had no business doing this, and it's probably why i suffer from anxiety now but i um I had no business replaying situations or panning out situations. And, and that took a lot of energy. It took a lot mm -hmm. of wasted time. It took a lot of emotion just yes. to play with things that, and then su like, I guess, suffer in silence and harbor those feelings, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I totally understand where you're coming from when you say that, because we often replay situations or we we get mad because people don't act the way that we do. And I think that induces anxiety. It does. It, and it's hard. It's hard. And then when and when and when you ha start having panic attacks or your body right. is triggered and you don't know how to react in those situations, it's like, yo, what's happening to me? And I had plenty of times like, oh my God, what is happening to me? Like, am I about to die? Am I about to have a heart attack? Right. Like, why is my heart, mm -hmm. like, uh, why am I experiencing um, palpitations? Like, why this doesn't feel right. So, right. I just wanted to share that. Uh, I have three things to add to what you said. <laughs> the worst thing a, crea a creative person could do or a deep thinker is stress and have anxiety because we create the best anxiety pictures in the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when you're a deep thinker, like, you got deep stress. You, you, you flying in it. You chilling in it. You, like... You got that genie lamp, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, we, when you think and think, but the, the key to understand, like, when you overstand, you're held accountable for the people who don't understand. I know. Mm. Ridiculous. Because you already see what they don't know. You know what I'm saying? And, and another thing I always say, a dummy is always right because they don't have enough information to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? So I you know are... a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> but look, it, it, another thing, it's a difference between being stupid and dumb, though. So so yeah. are they stupid or are they dumb? Like, I, I was dumb because I never had the access to information and people who cared about me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when, when I got the ability to change, I changed. When so, you know better, you do better. Yeah. But, right. but it's so that's why I said, are they stupid or dumb? Mm -hmm. It's not wrong with dumb people because both. Not nah, stupid. <laughs> Just a whole collection. But look, but look, dumb 
if you're the smart person around them people you are the god to their reality because not not saying it's your job to heal them you know, know. what i'm saying because if, if you got a message for someone and they don't get it when you are the smart person with the message if you love them enough then who was responsible mm -hmm. to deliver the message the, the message know. the message is in your possession and that's you know what I'm saying? you're so right you are right yeah. you you're definitely right and and a lot of times a lot of times like i know better so that's why i continue to speak peace because i believe blessed are peacemakers like we the peacemakers will inherit the earth you know like i do believe that I do believe that what a wholeheartedly at the same time, it's like still in the back of my mind, like, why are you acting this way? Okay, you can act this way. I'm gonna give you a taste of your own medicine. You know, it's annoying sometimes. It's like, okay, you're gonna be petty. I'm gonna be petty. So I'm I'm just being honest. Because it's like, how much you gonna take from a person when you keep being nice, keep being nice, keep being nice, that it's like they just wanna see you see your demise. Like, what is going on? Like, I that's what I can't understand. It's like a person who lives to want to see you suffer. It's like they're hurting and I understand mm -hmm. and not and I psychologically I understand people's background. I take all things into consideration. Lord knows I do. I take all things into consideration. At the same time, it's annoying because it's a gift and a curse. Though you understand people's situation it's like, but why I gotta be me? Why, mm -hmm. why I gotta understand you? Why I gotta be the target at the same time? Mm -hmm. So now I believe it is a test or whatever. Sometimes I want to run from these situations, but now I got a situation that I can't even run from. It's like, I got to face this head on. I got to face this fear. I got to talk to this person. I got to be clear. I got to be direct. I just got to be authentic in my, in whatever approach that I'm doing. And as long as my heart is in the right direction, it doesn't really matter what's going on around me at this point. I really had to program my mind today. I didn't, I didn't cuss or anything like that. I didn't argue, but I did let that person know. It's like, come on, let's be civilized or whatever. And I, and I got through that, but I felt good because it was a point in my life where I was afraid to say anything to that person. Cause I was like, what's going to be held against me? What's not going to be held against me. It's like when you're dealing with certain type of people, narcissistic people. And, and it's like, you have to, tr you feel like you got to walk and tread lightly. But at this point in my life, it's like, what do I have to fear? Like, I, I, I know I'm a good person. I know, I know who I am. I know uh, what's, uh, I know how I keep my house. I know how I take care of my child. So there's nothing to fear. And, and I don't know where that fear comes from. I don't know where it was elevated. Maybe that person used something against me at some point in my life. I was under a sort of control mm -hmm. and, 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 and my mind did shift um and i did develop insecurities um and things like that so it's like now getting back into myself that loving aspect of myself it's like the more that i love me the the, the more i'm able and we were talking about this um yesterday in the group i was talking to if i love myself it's easier to love my neighbor mm. i love myself it's easier to love them because if i believe that i am god's creation and this is God's creation as well. Like you said, Hitler was a baby once. If I know that we were all created from one thing, it's it's like I got to respect it as such. So it's just like getting back to that peaceful side of me. I've taken on different personalities, being around certain people. I had to really purge my life of certain energies because I started taking on 
Like depending on the type of environment you keep around you, I became very judgmental. I was even calling Quadria like, you need to find you like this and that type of man and you need to have this and you need to have that. And it's like, no, I don't know the answers. No, I, I still don't have one, but I really don't have the answers because look at me yeah. now. For me to say, oh, get this kind of man and that kind of man, look at my situation right now. I'm I'm a divorcee, you know? And so it's like, I'm sitting here giving you, I don't want her to end up in a situation like me. Now I'm telling her yeah. like, yo, watch out for this because you don't want to run into this. Like learn from my example. Mm-hmm. I went from saying, learn from me, now it's learn from me. <laughs> like, it's just like, mm-hmm. I, I, but at the end of the day, whatever her journey is, it's like, that's something that's going to be for her. And I just hope the best for all my friends. Like, I just want the best for them. I just don't want them. I just want them to be mindful and not to, like you said, the trauma is like, we really have to love ourselves and we have to pay attention to signs of people too. Like mm-hmm. see, when, when they have traumas, are you getting the help that you need to get over those traumas? Because two people, two hurt people can't heal each other. Like I know two people that got with each other because they felt like they were had so much in common because they were in the foster system together. But yet they ran into so much toxicity. Mm. It might have brought them together, but it brought it made them fight each other too. Mm. So it's just like because they're battling these hurts, they're putting their hurts on each other. So it's just like I do believe, like at this point in my life, I literally want to heal myself there are things i need to die daily to still to this day and it's like until i'm there i'm gonna attract you're gonna attract and i was like and recently i've been attracting broken people i was like i ain't ready yet like i know i'm not ready because what keeps coming to me at this moment is broken people we all gonna have something to us Mm -hmm. but what people are actually working on them themselves in this world right now who are actually trying to heal themselves that who don't look for me to be a void, honey, because I'm over here with a counselor trying to get myself right. I can't be a void. So and I think that's I can get unemployed. I don't know what's I'm sorry, Keith. So what do y'all you know, I'm here with three queens, you know, what 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 is what does it look like out there, you know, from from women from from you guys' eyes and I like to believe I'm a I'm a firm translator of not only a man's pain, but a lot of men like I had to grow to to be this version of myself. So on top of being, I, I would say, a very caring, compassionate, successful father. And that's confirmation from my son. Like, I don't look for the world to tell me like my like I don't care if my son got money or success. Like my son is happy. Right. You know I'm saying? Mm-hmm. His happiness makes me successful. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like a mechanic, like a mechanic is not successful if he worked on your car and your car is still broke. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so if you're, if you're a parent, like you're not, I don't care how the outside looks. If your kid is not happy, you got some more work to do. Right. So, so from the father, from the father piece, from a man, that, like I say, I, I go inside myself daily to work on myself, to better myself, to, to just build myself. Like, so so beyond like i say you know okay broken like what does broken mean uh, unemployed like i don't know like it's, like, it's what, not what? mahani i'll tell you that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so i don't know so so what 
what needs to be done what what's being lost what's being mm. misinterpreted because another thing i would say understanding can't be borrowed mm. you know what i'm saying you could have love for me on your heart but once you say that and it hurts my ears your love ain't sound like love mm. you know what i'm saying mm. that's why i say communication is a rhythm you know what i'm saying so if we don't sit into and, and listen to each other's rhythm long enough mm. your music sounds like and I, and I and i came up with this with this perspective when someone got in my car and they changed my radio <laughs> and i instantly was like man what like you know what i'm saying my 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 top surface energy was like lost your mind this, this is hard but but i, I paused mm. and i said let me listen why this person likes this so when it comes to music, you got people who listen to lyrics, you got people who listen to music and you got people who feel music. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I had to find out why this person liked what they put on. And it was, mm -hmm. it was music to feel, not listen to. So if I would have stuck, if I would have stayed there and just chose to listen, I wouldn't have enjoyed the music. So we're, we're encountering people that we're listening to when we should be feeling them or understanding them or growing with them so it's all about melody like we, we we are so fast and we're speeding past probably some of the right people but we're listening to them and encountering them the wrong way and, and that's like my biggest my biggest challenge as a man that's growing and like i'm in the industries of like seeing multiple women so i could be liked you know what i'm saying i could be like you know people could feel me but it's like okay i know i'm working on me so I don't want to sell nobody this lemon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I got to fix my transmission first and right. fix my engine. I know you, this going to break down on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But there's some people out there selling lemons because it look good. The, the outside look good, but it, it can't drive. Mm -hmm. And people are not honest to go, hey, man, my transmission is no good. Mm -hmm. you know a lot of people don't want to be alone that's how it starts off yeah. like a lot of people they're not looking about how much of a lemon they are they're just like i just don't want to be lonely and then you get with you 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 get with a person and then it's like you're releasing everything like i found myself going on dates and then just telling all my story like oh this is what i've been through this is what it you know, and then I had to get to a point where I was just like, I need to really work on me because that is like my opening conversation right now, <laughs> like what I've been through. And and that's something it should get to a point where that isn't my story. You're meeting me like my friend, Stephanie, shout out to Stephanie. Um, she lives in BK, but we was. You muted yourself. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, shout out to my friend Stephanie. I had hit the keyboard, but um, shout out to Stephanie. She lives out in BK. But my friend Stephanie said, when her and her girlfriend got together, she never told her girlfriend she used to have a drinking problem because that's not who she was in that moment. Mm -hmm. Her girlfriend eventually started saying, "Babe, why don't you drink when we go out?" Mm -hmm. And the, and this is like years down the line. She eventually came out and told her because. This was my situation years ago. Mm -hmm. Then I introduced her to that. She and and I solely believe in what she was saying. I was like, this is gonna be, you know, it gotta be a new approach. It's like you gotta reintroduce yourself once you mm -hmm. find yourself getting back out into that dating scene, like as if you're a new person. Like you said, 21 days to create a habit. 
go through that fasting, go through that meditation, go through that change, whatever change you need to go in your life, have those pictures yeah. of, of the African holding the baby, your mm-hmm. freaking llama, whatever <laughs> you need to have around you get uh, like really so dive into creating the new you and then you can be good like i really believe like recently i've been attracting broken people why because i was yet still broken and i say was because i'm not living in my past right now mm-hmm. and then i'm working towards moving in my future i'm not who i was yesterday so with that being said, I'm still working on me and I'm going to continue to keep working on me. And in the meantime, I'm like literally enjoying my son. He's a whole vibe. Like we going out on dates. We went out on the recently. My friend was like, who you was out with? Where you get the pictures? I was like, I called his, his Mimi and she took screenshot pictures of us while we were in the moment. Like we were sitting there just hugging each other. And she's like, oh my goodness, that's so cute. Let me start taking pictures of y'all. I'm like, and I had to crop her face out because you know, when you got FaceTime, her little face up there, she's smiling. Or whatever <laughs> in the corner i did well no um she screenshot the picture yeah so but with the eye you because you said well, you had to move her d- down yeah, but i didn't even know she was taking a picture she was sneaking um okay yeah and she was catching the moment so when she sent them to me i just you know cropped them they're on my instagram and then he just looking at me and I'm like, oh my goodness, we just, like literally in a moment, like I was glad she caught the moments. I was like, mm-hmm. thank you, not to share with the world. Like share love with the world, like share with the love of my son, the love through my son. Like I really enjoy my time with Liam. He's a whole vibe. I feel like he was placed here like in his, in his he's very intentional and he, he loves me authentically and, mm-hmm. and it's like, at one time I was looking for my son to fill a void in my life. I really was. I don't know why. Maybe because I was hard on something. I don't know. But at once once I got into like really being intentional and 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 being very aware, I just like let him be him. I'll lay on his floor in his um room and he'll walk away from me, go play on his um tool set. And he'll come mm-hmm. back and he'll give me a kiss and then he'll walk away and go play with something else. And he'll come back and start biting on my face. Something like, I just let him be him. I just learned to let him be him. I child-proof the house. I let him explore the whole house. All he want to do, if I don't want him to go buy something, I just say no. I don't keep him from exploring the house. He's a very good kid by the grace of God. I'm very happy. And I'm just like, I'm enjoying my time with him because mm-hmm. my happiness depends on who he's going to become when he gets older. So mm-hmm. I literally have to put my feelings to the side, work on me, get my counseling that I need, get whatever therapy I need to make sure that he doesn't pick up those emotions. He probably got some a little bit in him or whatever, but you can always reprogram. And mm-hmm. like, I, that's one thing I was reading in this book recently, like being there, I love that freaking book. And like, <laughs> I've learned that like, you can like, it's never too late. You can just keep, you can start from where you was and just keep building on that. So, yeah, I'm just working on me, honey. And listen, if that's what funny he do, if he don't, I'm good. I be redecorating my house, making my house my sanctuary. I love coming home and not being bothered and not have to worry about getting to know somebody or figuring out, like trying to mm-hmm. figure out, like, no, I like being home, getting my bubble bath. Like I'm really starting to enjoy time with myself when my son's not here. I even go out to the restaurant by myself. I started getting back into that. Mm-hmm. I went out by myself last week. My friends like, where you at? They're like, can I join you? 
I'm like, damn, I shouldn't even pick the phone. Cause like, it's just like, <laughs> but I'm going to get back into like hanging out with myself some days, you know? But I was like, all right, I could come. But I had that moment and it felt good. It felt real good. Yeah, another thing is is, is building uh, building the discipline level to understand because an impatient person will trick themselves into thinking that peace is being bored. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and you have to be like, to have peace, you have to be responsible. When that, when that Friday night happened and you just like, like, so that level of peace, when it's quiet, when it's calm, when like, everything is balanced it's going to bring anxiety because you'll be triggered into like remembering how your friday used to be mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and and a lot of people just think they're bored when they just grew out of everything they that used to excite them mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. so a lot of people trying to heal an appetite of a moment where they they was like out there mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and, and and you can't heal a place where you was reckless like like you, you love yourself too much to do what you used to do to have fun. Yeah. So now, now you like nah. You, you, you strolling out Instagram, you like I could, nah. I'm, nah. <laughs> you like you like I'm good. You you know if you just sent one DM or sent the heart it's like, <laughs> but, but then you thinking like nah. Last time it was like, you know what I'm saying? And then you you thinking of the exit plan like all right. So when I finish. I'm a fake call myself out the room and it's like you got you got to come up with all of these mechanisms it's like it's not worth it just sit down and finish watching snowfall Snowfall, (laughs) you know what i'm saying and y'all said franklin was it franklin uh snowfall is rick ross that real rick ross real story oh really yeah Uh, john singleton was with him and John Singleton. He said John and like rest in peace to John Singleton. Yeah. He said John Singleton went behind his back. But if you look up the real Rick Raw story, that's his real story. He got caught. He was selling drugs with like that's his real story. They stole it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Franklin is the real Rick Ross. That's his real story in LA. You know, like that and that was in the 80s. All that <laughs> stuff is like oh yeah, the 60s. It yeah, looked like the 60s. Nah, the 60s, 60s, girls. The 60s, the 60s was a minute ago, man. That, that was no, the 80s. The 60s, they had bell bottom and froze. Didn't they have that <laughs> in the 60s? And we had bell bottoms in the froze. And the 80s was like the gold chains, like the um hoop earrings. Nah, that's like early 90s. That's 90s. that's late 80s. That's late 80s. Yeah. But it, it, it that was um like I said, if you look up Rick Ross, even him, he got a couple interviews talking about what happened. But I was I was mm-hmm. a kid or whatever the case, and I, I remember the real Rick Ross story. So that's his his real story in Ecuador and all of that and, and selling to the cartel and the government. Mm-hmm. So if you look up the real Rick Ross, that's his whole story. They mm-hmm. fabricate a lot in there, but that's that's his real story. The whole foundation of the show mm-hmm. is the real Rick Ross story. Wow. And that. that's like, you know, it's like a gift and a curse because it's like, people like so what you was a drug dealer and nobody cares about you that's why it's tough for him. <laughs> like he got his name stolen then he got his lifestyle stolen in his story yeah. Yeah. But yeah. his story is like being a homeless white man like nobody cares about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like man get out of here <laughs> like you got that good white skin like and you homeless like so it's like mentally like it's like your karma is like you killed all these people nobody 
care mm. about you, whatever the case. Mm. So, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's not meant for him to profit off the story, you know, because he's like, he talk about being the first person to, to rock cocaine and, mm. you know, Mm-hmm. That 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 was like a veer off, but I remember y'all talking about that, and I was yeah. laughing when y'all when y'all had me in here. Yeah, I was like, yeah, the sixties, and I'm looking at y'all like y'all. y'all, y'all, y'all hey, well, thanks for uh, listening for correcting us, but we definitely want to thank you too for being a part of our show today. You have definitely left us with some life gems, and I pray that you know everybody whatever message we gave today that you are able to receive it and i want to just say happy mental health awareness month because we're we're moving into happiness um what is your word uh quadria mahani (laughs) we should look that up too we should look it up and see if it really means something (laughs) we we should look it up to see if it really means something let me say hold on yeah let's look that (laughs) Mahani. Watch it be a word though. Yeah. I know. Uh, oh, like that's my word. Now nah, I claim it. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Mahani. It's gonna be like orgy. How do you spell it, Clyde? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna spell it M M A A. It's a It's a market in Jerusalem, honey. Child, they done messed it up, yo. That ain't the word. Well, it's, Look, I, it must mean a lot of things, but they said that the first thing that came up was Mahani marketing in Jerusalem. So. Look, I, I want to. Um, they heard me. That's what it was. I want to let y'all know I appreciate it, and um, I'm grateful from the from the top of my heart, not the bottom. Aww. I appreciate it from the top of my heart. Um, uh, y'all stay consistent. Understand what a body of work means. Like to build br- a brand and a strong brand continue to build the body of work don't worry about the views don't worry about the comments don't worry about anything when you're building the brand worry mm-hmm. about building quality pieces don't look for people who got the biggest following look for people of substance mm-hmm. that you could build a strong body of work mm-hmm. and that is how you build a, a, a powerful brand you know what i'm saying and i, and I wish y'all the best i wish y'all the, uh latoya i wish you the best mm-hmm. and, and that you don't find uh, broken people but you could be getting sent broken people because you could be a healer and a fixer. And it's about arranging. If God of the universe is sending you people because you are the architect of souls, maybe he's not sending them for you to indulge in, but to actually heal them. Mm. You know what? That's so crazy you said that because I ran into a person recently. I ain't going to give their whole autobiography, honey. But the... They had much going on. And I think I spoke to you about it, Dash, or whatever. I, I spoke to you girls about it, too. But anyway, I say all of this to say is that the person parent passed away from cancer, and so did mine. And I was just like, wow, that's so crazy. Because I felt like in that moment, mm-hmm. I was sitting there like to, I don't know, to like comfort them in that time. And it was like, thank you so much. Like before I made my exit and like and did all the blocking that I needed to do so I could get my mm-hmm. my sanity, keep my sanity intact. That person said, thank you for being here because I thought it was going to be so hard when my mom passed away. So <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm going to let, I'm going to keep that in the back of my mind and and look at it from that perspective like you said change the way of thinking mm-hmm. so yeah 
<clears throat> so this 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 one could go for all of y'all, you know, instead of summing it up, you know, quadrated love, scientist, whatever the case. But you know, no, no, listen, because I I could break it down piece by piece. You know, what I'm saying like mm -hmm. she said, no job, so whatever the case, <laughs> like the unemployed. Yeah, like you know, what I'm saying? I don't get it because it's like I don't got no money for y'all. So no, but look, a lot of men are broken. That's why they're broke. Mm. Oh, they're broken. Wow. Yeah, yeah be, I think be, I'm on divorce court today. Because Goodbye. for a man, for a man to hunt, for a man to be, for a man to feel seen, he have to see himself first, and then he he can conquer mm. all. You know what I'm saying? But here's my last little spill, and then I get out of here. The most expensive diamonds sit on the shelf the longest. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So so understand when you are valuable, everyone can't afford you. So don't, don't, they, they can't afford me. I know that. You know what I'm saying? So people are gonna come by, look, they're gonna admire, they're gonna stare, they're gonna be in the window. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna be in the window, they're gonna fall mm. the window up. Like, but mm. you have to understand when you when you are quality, when you are valuable, mm. that you have to allow the time you sit to create and add more value to you. So add more value to yourself because the person that is going to even be bold enough to take you off the shelf is going to match and be that quality. So don't look at it as like it's taking forever. Understand that, you know, the diamond, the cut, the quality that you are and what you're made out of, everybody can't just pick that up. Listen, just don't be trying to pick me up when I'm 60 because I ain't going to have no time for that. It's not going to take that long. <laughs> See? Well, no, no, no. Look, look. look. I know that the here's the lesson. Here, here's the lesson. Here's the lesson. I don't have time to be tired. I'm going to want to Here's the lesson. So Latoya is going to jump off the shelf. <laughs> she, she's going to be in the hands of someone who could afford cubic zirconia. But oh, because, you don't, because you don't want to wait, you're going to jump no, off. I don't want to wait. I All right, so you're going, going to be 60 when somebody gets you off the shelf. If I didn't say that. I said just don't wait till I'm 60 because I'm going to be tired. That's what I no, said. Well, the diamond don't jump out the dirt. It sit there till it's discovered. Listen, if you discover me while I'm 60, I ain't going to watch you. I'm going to be one in the house watching old replays of Martin the Snowfall. Right, but, but, but I ain't got time. But you, you, can't, you, you can't settle and complain at the same time. I'm not going to settle. I'm just going to be by myself. That's what I'm saying. Don't wait till 60. All right. Well. <laughs> Don't take my words and flip up, baby keep, boy. Because I didn't say I'm going to jump just saying, on the Keep shining, Diamond. Thank you. And don't be impatient. Like you, you, you. Uh -huh. Diamonds grow in value. There's no new diamonds. Like the same diamonds a, a, mm. a Ethiopian opium prince had is the same diamond that's in someone's ring. So right. you don't lose value. Mm. You you only gain value. But don't rush yourself off the shelf. Of course. Like mm. make sure they qualify. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know. Like there's no such thing as let the pilot fly because he waited long enough. Like the pilot got to be qualified. Let me tell you something. You think I'm in a rush? It took longer to get this damn paper, okay? It took longer to get this paper. I don't have time. You're going to jump off the shelf. You crazy as hell. Let me tell you something. I ain't jumping off nobody's shelf. I, listen, I waited. No sex till marriage, everything. And then it took forever to get this mm -hmm. paper. I don't have time. I don't. I'm nah, chilling. I, I appreciate that, <laughs> Kumbaya. You go, Dash, you gotta do it with us. Yeah, do it. Right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> do you have 
and, and make sure y'all follow my brother. I love him. Yeah, tell us, oh, tell us where we can find you. Look, man. I'm hiding. I'm changing my name just so I won't be found on social media. Oh boy! You know that ain't my name, uh, Latoya. I'm I'm still building and working, but they can follow me on Instagram. Um, because I'll tell my full story. Like people be following me. Like I'm building it and I'm working, and I want the right people. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm not. I don't. I don't even have like. Cause I know how to. I know. I know how to Kevin Samuels this if I wanted to like build a fast rushy audience. But my yeah. thing is like I really be having people two three in the morning like all over the world different kind of people some people follow me because they no, know who my son english. is they be going live with him and he'd be like they, they don't even speak english i'm just but like how the heck they watching him instagram <laughs> that's 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 like where i'm building first and, and it's almost a year i think it's like almost my year anniversary on instagram oh, wow. you, you wait you've only been on instagram for a year yeah yeah oh wow so and, and then like i said trucking 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 and but we got it we got some tv stuff coming up and we about to get back on the road and um i don't know tell I, Nye i love him and congratulations on his nickelodeon land i've seen yeah. that mm -hmm. that boy's funny yeah yeah maybe i'll have his knucklehead stuff from here yeah I'm, yeah we're we're i'm, I'm um that'd be cute yeah, that'd be nice, right? He he's very wise. He's very wise. But I wanted to have his daddy on first too, because that's where all the wisdom came from. That's where the information, the database. That's the database right there. Yeah, you seen the making of him out four in the morning, <laughs> being a bad father. It's like, no, nah, I wasn't bad. Like, no, I ain't had nobody. Father. I ain't had nobody to help me watch my son. Like, he, he, he. we was all watching him. We was out at the um, <laughs> with diners and everything. He was out there shooting music videos for me. We would just do whatever we. But he was like, it was good intention. Everything that she was doing was very intentional. And yet, son, seen you work hard, and like he was right there, like around all the rappers, battle rappers, mm -hmm. everything. Like, and there goes Nye. Nye That's right what started there. started the nonsense. Put me on camera, <laughs> and then here we go. I thank y'all, man. I want y'all to keep going, keep pushing, stay focused. Mm -hmm. That's it, man. Like, be patient with yourself. Like, we all growing. You know what I'm saying? We all growing. We all right. figuring it. We all figuring it out. And um, be patient with 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 men. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause anger don't have to be thought about. Anger happens, like without you even knowing. So, a lot of men y'all may think are angry or cold. Like a lot of men are are hurting. And um, like y'all mm -hmm. are the guiders, man. Y'all the guiders. Like y'all y'all rule the world. You know what I'm saying? Y'all y'all raise the children. Y'all produce. Y'all are who we look up to and look at to even project what we are you know what i'm saying so understand y'all power and don't be tricked out of it so love you dash oh you too we got a hook now i'm about to be on my instagram like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? later all right thanks yeah. uh, you're welcome Oh, I really enjoyed him. That was a great episode. What can, guys, what can you guys take from this? He said a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. And he was dropping jewels, and I loved his uh, analogies. Like, he had an analogy for everything. I'm like, yeah. Am I going to remember that? I thought I'm like the. Yeah, we got to record it. Maya Angelo. I always I'm like, you're like the male Maya Angelo. Yes, yeah, very tropical. Yeah. Cool.
Yeah, sometimes I just try to call him so he could be a little bit normal. And he'd be like, uh, you got me thinking too much when I ask him questions. I said, what do you think about this? He's like, listen, Frazier, you got me thinking too much. And I'd be like, okay, I'll call you later. But like, I'll get under his post because he's so deep. I'll get under his post and just start talking crap just so he can laugh. So he can like break out of that. Out of that, right. Yeah. Yeah, He'll be like, he's like, yo, she crazy. She crazy. And then I'll just let him have his moment or whatever. Because he needs that. He needs that sometimes because he's always helping people. Like, his, he literally sacrifices life, sacrifices life to, like, mm-hmm. his life on the line to help people. Like, and like I said, genuinely, he really wasn't on the internet. Like, he would not show his face. He would not show yeah. his face for nothing. Like, he was just all about helping people, putting, being mm-hmm. in front of Even when him and his son was out in Africa and around all these countries talking to different people it was like you wouldn't he never was the type let me take pictures while I'm here I'll mm. be right by the tree I'll be like all the African kids around me like yeah. Mufasa everybody <laughs> care about that and that's why I love him yeah. so much because it's like mm. he's just a humble person and no matter who he's around he could be at Tyree's yeah. house or somewhere he'll pick up the phone for you Gerard call you back or something or he'll text me let me know and that's the same thing like that's why we got getting Nimi Hendrix on here too because it's like it's certain people that I hold very valuable in my life like even Nim hit me up yesterday talking about um happy mother's day and I said you late and he was like I was asleep all day yeah because he's shooting video so yeah it's just nice to have people in your life who are just very genuine and it's not like oh I get here so I'm gonna forget about you yeah um, shout out to all the real ones out there, y'all. And I just appreciate y'all so much too, because even just dealing with mental health, Keisha, your page was a beam of light. Quadria, you be putting up stuff all the time. Like recently you put up a throwback um and you had on your um your knitted, it was like a knitted hair and you was like you was um Oh yeah, African vibe. African vibe or like, I remember all this stuff, like even knowing the things that my best friend go through and knowing that she could still get online and smile mm-hmm. and tell somebody to keep moving and knowing that the things that you've been through that I know thus far and knowing that you can still get online and spread joy, that's commendable. So I commend you guys. Uh, yes. You know, the toast to you guys. <laughs> We are we're still we're still pushing through. So pushing through in this road moving forward. Nobody ever said it was gonna be easy, but y'all right. make it look good. Aww. Y'all make it look you damn do. good. You do and, and hunty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I appreciate y'all so much. And I'm, i appreciate that we still here together. Yeah, yeah. together, that we're still yeah. elevating each other. I love your sternness, Keish, professionalism. I love everything like about you guys. I, I like I, not only do I work with y'all, I get to work mm-hmm. with people I look up to. So mm-hmm. I do, and it's in it, and you guys are teaching me. You know, mm-hmm. and today I woke up, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be a teach that we gotta have this background done. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta put the background up. Like I think, like it resonates. Like I had to get to a point where something clicked and was like, let's continue to be serious. Let's work on this. Let's be a part of changing lives, helping people, whether it's making them laugh, whether it's being in our authentic self and telling mm-hmm. our stories, whether good, bad, and different. We are human beings. So I'm not going to get up here and put on a facade. I was in the middle of a freaking divorce. Well, 
us putting this show together and it was freaking hard. It was freaking hard. Like it was just 2020 was a crazy year. And as many smiles I put on my face, I knew, listen, there's somebody out there that need help more than I do. So I just thank everybody for the encouragement. People have sent the prayers people sent out, the love that people continue to send out. And I just thank y'all for y'all continuous support. Somebody's gonna, you know, we're still growing. Like we building our content, so it, it only gets better from here. It can only go up. Yes. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up. <laughs> hey. So who wanna start this tango off mine? I guess I will since you use the make it real quick. It's whatever you say, Toya. I don't gotta you say Kawhi. Whatever you say, Keith. And we out. Thank you. Bye. Bye.